Mind Crime Liberty Show with me, Swithin Dobson, and him, Tim Patton. Today we're joined by Duncan Whitmore to discuss crypto scepticism. Duncan Whitmore is an esteemed uh, member of Mises UK and a very good essayist who writes uh, on many, many different uh, subjects uh, for, on libertarianism uh, for uh, Mises UK, which I would very much uh, suggest uh, checking out. But today, the basis of our discussion uh, was his excellent um, essay on crypto skepticism. And so we thought we'd discuss lots of things relating to crypto and uh, money in general. So, uh, Tim. So money itself is an interesting phenomenon to begin with. And before we discuss crypto, I think it's sort of short discussion of uh, money in itself as crypto is a kind of money. Um, so in general, the, what, what, the, what, my answer to what is money, traditionally it's been gold, copper. You know, there's other things anthropologists might find, shells. There's some other things the Romans might have used, Greeks. Um, and then most recently, paper. Now, if you, most monetary historians would say that it was notes in the bank to redeem for gold and something like that. Um, now, money in the, this form is useful. It's very liquid, double coincidence once problem. It holds value. Um, so those are some generally aspects why you need it. You know, it, you know, you, you don't need a, a buckskin or something like that. Um, so, so in general, you, I would assume you're in favor of money. Um, the existence of comes commodity money. So along comes crypto. Crypto is a recent technology in the past 20 years. No one really knows who created Bitcoin. And now there's like I think there's like a 1600 and counting different types of cryptos. Bitcoin has like 50 percent of the market share. Ethereum and some others uh, out there. So in general, opening up, what is your thoughts on money itself? And then what is your thoughts on uh, uh, Bitcoin and crypto at all? Duncan? Well, well, first of all, thank you both for having me. It's a pleasure to be with you. Um, well, with money itself, uh, obviously, as you, as you say, money is essential for an extensive division of labor. Um, if we didn't have money, there would only be a very basic barter barter economy, probably based on very repetitive and very certain in a limited scope of uh, bilateral transactions, whereas money allows for a much wider extensive, a much wider extent of the division of labor so that you don't have those problems. And it, it's potentially up to the entire world, of course. Um, so you can ship goods from abroad and rather than within your just own locality where you'd probably have to be restricted to transactions with just a very few people. Um, cryptocurrency itself, um, it's a very interesting invention. And I think um, I, I, I think it is marvellous from the point of view that it does um, uh, I mean, first, for, as, as libertarians, I, uh, uh, sorry, I presume we're all libertarians here, aren't we? <laughs> um, yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Um, I think it's um, I, I think I don't think as libertarians we should be too hung up on, say, our, our favorite uh, monetary medium as being sort of gold or silver or whatever. It's really up to the market to decide. And so I think that one of the one of the problems that a lot of gold bugs have been having at the moment is, of course, crypto has been taking off and gold's been going down. And it's like their favorite yellow metal is not having its sort of day in the sun, as it were. Um, but I, th I think we should we should recognize this potential of 
Bitcoin to alert people to the freedom of money generally, I think, because it is something that's not been um, it's not been recognized to the same extent as other freedoms. Um, so, for instance, you know, in the US Constitution, you have the freedom of religion, freedom of speech, uh, right to bear arms. And yet the freedom of money doesn't take any similar prestigious place in that. And I I think it's been one of the grave misfortunes of history, actually, that the freedom of money has not been taken um seemingly more seriously and that's been something that's compounded by economic theory because even in the 20th century um, pro-free market economists such as Milton Friedman for instance however much they might have said many wonderful things about privatizing school uh, well schools or whatever or anything else that the government might um, might care to do itself. They've always made an exception when it's come to the issue of money, which is actually handed to the state an, an enormous amount of power. Because if you can, if you can just print your currency, then you don't. Ha it, it gives you a lot more um, uh, ability to sort of circumvent the, the problem of having to tax your citizenry, and that's really responsible for the incredible growth of the state, uh, or one of the reasons why the, the uh, the state has grown so much during the 20th century. And so I just think that if bit, if Bitcoin causes people or any other cryptocurrency causes people to um, seek an alternative to fiat money, state fiat money, and gets people thinking about, well, where does money actually come from? What is money and all of that? Even if in and of itself, it doesn't end up succeeding as a replacement to state fiat money. I think that it's... Um, we should recognise that as a potential achievement, whatever happens. I would agree um, with respect to um, uh, Bitcoin as a and crypto in general as opening up the um, space for non-state uh, monies, or at least bringing that to the fore. I think that's uh, that's important, and, and and I think in um, in general just the the existence of um, of crypto does shine a light on the uh astonishing uh inflationary policies of uh the western economies particularly in america and england um if i remember correctly now depending on which measure of money supply i don't remember which one it was uh that 20 percent of all dollars ever created were created in 2020 which is just like the most crazy money printing that is, is just off the scale um and so anything that sort of brings that to um prominence i think is is a good thing and as duncan says you know what matters really is what the market decides on money the question is you know on on what basis would we expect the market to choose um choose a money um i i think i came up with these are basically standard but um It'd be interesting to see if you would add anything uh, to these. Uh, we want money to be sort of divisible. You want ability to break it down into small units because it makes it easier to trade with. Because you don't want to. This is the reason why you want to use a cow as as money for many other reasons. Because half a cow isn't worth half a cow. Well, depending on course what you're using for it. Durability. You want to be able to hold value in it. Cows die. Not a good money. You're going to want a stable supply of some description so the value holds. You don't want something typically that's going to have a very volatile supply because that's going to mess up the purchasing power. 
You're going to want to be uh, portable, again, for the same reason cows are bad. Uh, and then, so those are sort of standard ones, but the two other ones I think are particularly um, more relevant and um, uh, come up to some extent with, with uh, Bitcoin and crypto is, is privacy. I think in general, uh, a more market-based society would want financial privacy uh, and um, a currency which affords um, more uh, private uh, transactions would one which would be everything else being equal preferred uh, by the market. And then related to um, the sort of uh, store of value um, thing is uh, you want to be secure. You want to be able to make sure that your currency won't be stolen and you know that it's there when you need to use it. Um, would anybody add anything to that or does that seem like an exhaustive list or have I, have I missed something? Tim or Duncan? I'd, I think that's pretty exhaustive. Yes, I think it's um, it's interesting that you emphasize privacy, actually, because that's not something that's... Um, that's often raised a lot. And I, I agree with you. I think that uh, a free society would be one where privacy is regarded with um, um, as a very va a, a valuable thing in and of itself. And um, and that's not something that I'd actually, um, I'd have to say, I'd, I'd not thought of directly in, in, in relation to money, actually. Um, and so, yes, sort of trading gold coins between, you know, it's... Um, you can do that without any sort of oversight from the state or whatever. So, um, no, I, I thought that was a very interesting one. Uh, the, re the reason I raise it is is one of the arguments for crypto is 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 the sort of um, uh, imprint. Well, not of what well, you can do. Basically, you can be to be broadly anonymous uh, with at least um, Bitcoin uh, transactions if you do the appropriate groundwork beforehand and changing your public name on various transactions if i remember correctly um so i thought that was an interesting uh additional uh consideration because uh, especially the, 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 some of the crypto crowd really uh emphasize um emphasize that um tim so I read your the essay you wrote from ECs UK is great and one of the questions I first have uh, and I think a lot of crypto skeptics, I would say, need to answer is, is first is what exactly is your alternative to uh, Bitcoin at all? Uh, I, I think I think I think it's a creative technology. I think it's a creative solution. Uh, Tyler Cowan asked the creator of Ethereum. He's a Russian guy. I cannot say his name. I'll just butcher it. Um, you know, he asked him, are you creating a, a state of some kind? We might not have been Taylor Cutter, but I mean Brett Weinstein. Um, he asked him, or whichever one the one that works with Peter Thiel. Um, he asked him, like, are you creating a state? You know, traditionally states have had the ability to uh, issue money. Um, and and so the technology itself is is a very sovereign. It's a very interesting technology. And I, I've I've been following the thing for a while to, to lay my cards out. I have benefited from it. I own some, not a huge amount of it. Um, um, so I, I've liked the technology. Uh, I've liked the idea of it. I think it's sort of a diagonal way. In, in the articles, you said that you know the state you could you could you called them almost uh, uh, libertarian operators using private cryptocurrencies as somewhat useful idiots developing acclimatizing themselves to a new technology which will make it easier for the state to nudge 
in with its own version. Um, that's that could be the case. Uh, that could be the case. But you know, what do we do in the in in the meantime? I mean, what do we do in the meantime? I think think Bitcoin has made a dent in the currency market. Uh, people like Jeffrey Tucker says it exists. Many people didn't even think it could get off the ground. It's people people do use it to like get money in and out of Venezuela and China. Those are two instances where it's used. Um, so 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 then 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 my thinking becomes, you know, are you going to go back to gold? Now I'm not against gold. That's the market choosing. Uh, but what? So my 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 if I boil my comment slash question down is, you know, why be skeptical? First of all, why be skeptical? And second of all. You know, what's the alternative in a sense? We don't exist in a vacuum. Um, um, we haven't had gold for a while. Uh, so, Duncan? Uh, well, my skepticism, I should I should add, is is limited very much to the possibility of Bitcoin becoming, or, or sorry, cryptocurrency becoming money, which is the generally accepted medium of exchange. Whether it continues to exist in some other or for some other benefit, as it's uh, as it's accepted as a medium of exchange between a limited number of people, or whether it's a a speculative um, in, uh, financial instrument, then I, I um, I'm perfectly happy to say that yes, it would um, it's likely to exist in that form going going forward. What I what I so my skepticism is only just that um, only concerns its ability to become a generally accepted medium of exchange compared to alternatives such as um, a gold or silver or the precious metals at least that is um, when we don't know we don't really know what the state is going to do and there's another thing I said in the article is the government could ban gold tomorrow it could ban crypto tomorrow it could tax either it could regulate either we just don't know how much the state is going to push people towards one or the other so I'm perfectly happy to accept also that in a certain limited circumstances which are dictated by the states that perhaps cryptocurrency will take off as um, as a generally accepted medium of exchange. What any alternative would be, I think, if we just go back to those general. I mean, another thing I said also in the um, the article is that one problem with um, cryptocurrency is that it requires such a an extensive division of labor to have already been achieved before it can even operate that that means that it's already been uh, it is inherent am amount of uncertainty already built into its operation compared to something like say an ounce of gold which you could just hold in your hand and that that's really what it all it all boils down to is um, that there are so many there, there are simpler alternatives it's not saying that um, cryptocurrency is a bad invention at all. I don't. I think it's an. I think it's an astonishing invention. But when it comes to which is likely to be, uh, which commodity is likely to serve as the medium of exchange, it's is it the question to ask is is it more competitive than any alternative? Not is it good and um, just good in the abstract. Um, and I just um, I th I think it's 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 severely wanting from that point of view. I, I think I, I think it's also worth um, perhaps going back a, 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 also into a sort of more philosophical question, which is can can a, a monetary medium actually be invented as such? 
because although Bitcoin um, and other cryptocurrencies they operate on a decentralized um, a decentralized network with various miners, various private parties, and so on, it is still an invention. And I happen to having to wonder if money, like I suppose similar, I suppose similar to language, is money something that and people have invented obviously alternative languages like esperanto but none of them yet has been widely taken up and um and or has uh, has been competitive with the existing um languages that developed um from the bottom up even if even though they may be more perfect in terms of just how they sound how they put together the grammatical rules or whatever um and I'm wondering if that also applies to, I, th- I think actually, it's, I think it might be Jesus Huerta de Soto actually calls um, Bitcoin Esperanto coin. Uh, I think it was him. I'll have to check that. Um, so I, I think it's possible that the, the money will may may always be something that is actually selected by the market. And of course, couldn't be refined by the market in the same way that gold was um, put into coins and obviously had money substitutes and so on. But I have to wonder if um, money itself is ever something that can actually be invented. On on the the division of labor, I would agree somewhat with what you said. I would um, to somewhat we're we're debating, discussing the degree which would would equal success. And the, on the point of the division of the labor, um, I would argue that that. Wouldn't you say that gold itself? Now it is true that you know you go back to Roman society. You want to get something done. If you had a time machine, gold would get historically in many societies would get get a lot done. You could you it has held had value at different times in history, um, but that's somewhat happenstance. Um, and a lot of the the crypto supporters would say that you know pe- more people could mine the Pacific Ocean as well. If, if gold's value went up, um, so the, the, to me the argument for division of labor could cut both ways, and I, I would agree in general that that that, that it, it does require a high division of labor and high amount of technology. But in that sense, I'd just say that the whole society, um, that money itself is a kind of technology, especially storing um, money. Me and Swethin were talking about trying to get Walter Block on on what exactly is savings, is discussing savings. Uh, and we were saying that, you know, there's a big difference between saving 100 fiat dollars or fiat pounds or whatever, euros, and a big difference between saving 100 gallons of oil. 100, you know, in a post-apocalyptic world, uh, the 100 gallons of oil, or if you're Robinson Crusoe on his island, um, you know, you don't want to have currency at all. You just want the fish or the oil. You don't want, you don't, you, don't, you know, so, so the, the, you're, you're, um, Criticism on the digitization is it's true, but then I would just say that, that, that uh, it wouldn't it would just be more we wouldn't use monetary forms. We just go back to more harder forms. What, what would you say to that, Duncan? Um, yes, but again, I'd, I'd I'd suggest that if we if we're discussing which of the two is more likely to become um, a generally accepted medium of exchange, it's which of the two is more likely to do so and which of the two is um, more susceptible to uncertainties in the market. Um, I mean, yes, it, it, okay, if we say that 
money itself is a technology and um, can only ever it will be used in um, sort of an extensive extensive market. And if we did, um, if our society did retrogress, then we'd probably use it in simpler forms. The question really is, um, you know, out of the two, which is which is likely to be the one that provides the least bundle of of uncertainties, if you like. Yeah, I I, I think that is. Um, I, I would I would broadly agree with you, um, Duncan. I think your point that it's money that facilitates um, sort of civilization and division of labour uh, seems to indicate that what money itself is a relatively rudimentary uh, item or object because is that is that which facilitates um everything else rather than everything else facilitating its existence um now obviously over time you know you've got better ways of sort of um producing better gold coins which is mainly more durable um and you know you may have better ways of uh, saying whether uh you know it has the the um the amount of gold in the, or silver or copper that it claims to have um but those are sort of relatively minor uh developments at least relative to something like um um uh, bitcoin and uh, in general now i know in the essay you said this wasn't uh, a decisive factor you didn't really discuss it although i do think it's interesting and it does relate to the whole system uh when it comes to um sort of bitcoin uh, is um, the energy costs alone um, were estimated in an article I read to be somewhere in the region of $5 billion a year, which, you know, may be a cheap, um, maybe cheap relative to um, to uh, protecting gold reserves and also potentially cheap in, in uh, relation to uh gold of the theoreticals of gold system with sort of uh electronic banking transfers alongside it because what one of one thing that um crypto is as well as a currency it's also a method of um distribution that's, that's not probably the best term um but it, it, it's a way of paying people as well as a payment system as well as being a money which of course uh, I think you would want to sort of disaggregate to some extent, or at least uh, recognise with respect to um, with respect to uh, gold or, or other sort of physical commodities. So I, I think that is, as it were, relevant um, to um, to your point. Oh, and and also when it comes to um, to, to crypto, um, I suppose you could say it's good if it becomes so big uh, because then the Western governments might not try to rely on wind or solar so much, uh, but I doubt it would. It would just mean that Bitcoin becomes even more um, expensive to uh, to maintain. Uh, that is to run all the servers, etc. Um, on the uncertainty point as well, uh, Duncan, I think this is now how much this is a benefit. I don't know, but um, I think one of the reasons why one would like to keep your uh most of your sort of cash assets in in gold silver or copper rather than uh crypto is that if the non-monetary demand for gold silver or copper drops 
the value of your savings is not going to go to zero. If it's the case that the, that the um, non-monetary demand for uh, crypto disappears, sorry, the monetary demand for crypto disappears, the non-monetary demand for it is basically non-existent. It would just be a game. It would be a, a, an interesting thing to, to do. It wouldn't really have much value. Um, and so I, I think that uh, level of sort of um, security that you have, obviously everything else being equal, I mean, there could be factors that may take it, uh, into account, but I think that would um, give you at least an additional reason to hold on to something with a, um, a non-monetary value rather than one where almost 100% of it is just its monetary value. Um, do you have any comments on that, Duncan? Yes, I mean, it's almost like in in some ways they've they've tried to make Bitcoin too perfect in a way, in the, in the way that it's um, it's limited uh, by the, the number of coins that can be produced, and um, it just has a pure monetary value and nothing else. It's all very, again, it's all sort of very well designed and well. Um, and well thought out, but is is actually appropriate for what people want as um, um, as a medium of exchange. Just just going back to a second to the issue of costs, actually. Um, if I just clarify what I meant um, by that in the essay, it's, it's not that I don't think the costs themselves are are unimportant. It's more the fact that as um, as economists, we can't um, necessarily say that a cost is not worth it for um, the users uh, of what they, um, if, if they if they regard those costs as a benefit and they are willing to bear them, then we can't just say as someone like Janet Yellen might, um, oh, Bitcoin costs too much, come and use our, um, our Federal Reserve digital equivalent or whatever. Um, and because the same argument was, uh, say, made against the gold standard, you know, what's the point of digging up all this gold, digging it out of one hole, putting it into another hole and look, watching over it 24 hours a day? Such a waste of money when we can just have all this um, government issued paper was was actually we would probably think, well, um, that those costs are worth it to stop the horrendous amount of um, monetary inflation that our governments have inflicted upon us. Um, and um, and also going back to um, the possibility of um, of the monetary value of Bitcoin going to zero, it's it's something that actually could happen. I, I I think it could happen if there was just a power cut or um, or something like what happened in Texas earlier this year. Um, if you if the, if the internet goes down, the electricity goes down, what are you going to use? Possibly in a situation where you need to get your hands on very basic goods very quickly you know an emergency situation so what what happens then um it's uh, i think i think that's a, that's a serious drawback for um for cryptocurrency which again goes into the uh, goes back to the the fact that it's it's um reliant upon um, an extensive division of labor and if something happens like a hurricane or whatever that blows everything out blows out all of your infrastructure then um you you so you, you so you can't log on to your your wallet or whatever it's useless you have to find something else very very quickly um and you and so whereas if uh, you had gold coins you could continue with the gold coin standard uh, 
an emergency situation, you'd essentially have to go back to barter again. Um, and then eventually after that, maybe a monetary standard might come out relatively quickly or people would have to probably you probably go back to jewelry or whatever but it i think it make it would probably make emergency situations a lot more difficult if the world was to be on using cryptocurrencies its monetary standard the emergency situations has already happened in both texas and in hurricanes this is this has actually happened um and considering the, the reliance on credit cards which have basically all the same attributes you're just describing credit cards and debit cards to a sense people could not purchase things if they didn't have hard currency uh uh you know i think some stores could keep have kept local ledgers based on honesty for reports of that um during uh uh those kind of scenarios uh, so uh, the general you know the power apocalypse i think i think if a power apocalypse happens you know if a sunspot you know, cause all the servers in the world to disappear. I think you know, that would also affect the fiat system, too. That would affect most financial records. That would affect, you know, what you're describing. If you're describing that the current world is fragile, I would agree. Um, um, but but so you have to sort of differentiate between which, you know, what scale apocalypse are we, are we predicting. I can predict a, a general decline of U.S. as the global dollar. Um, which is the current means of exchange, yet um, Bitcoin, or maybe one of its competitors, which is unknown, um, takes as a global exchange of some variety. Uh, I, I can envision that scenario happening. Um, um, I, as long as it's just, for, I'm not, I have not looked into the technology, as long as enough of the ledgers are, uh, as long as enough, as long as it doesn't all get erased, um, then we're in okay. Uh, uh, but you know that, that that kind of scenario, then then we would just go back to barter, um, and we may all starve to death anyway under that scenario if we just ran out of electricity because we can't process oil and we can't get fertilizer, to grow enough food based on the yields we need. Um, so yeah, I, I mean under those scenarios, those those to me aren't really arguments against bitcoins; they're arguments against modernity. Um, um, but one of the strengths of Bitcoin is to me is it's not tied to it's not tied to a government. Um, that, that's probably the chief strength of Bitcoin. Although Peter Thiel says the Chinese are big investors in Bitcoin, although the U.S. Treasury probably owns Bitcoin, some amount of Bitcoin, too. Um, so so lots of shadowy people own Bitcoin as lots of people own Bitcoin and, and, and the others, of course. Um, so so to me, to me, the the apocalypse line, I just don't. That, that doesn't to me to me apply uh, uh, as far as my scenario is that it takes over the dollar is that could that happen I think it could happen uh, I think that's a fairly a middle of the road scenario uh, maybe it's maybe it's impossible um, uh, but that's a that's a medium term scenario uh, what do you make of that Swithin? Um my scenario and Duncan's comment um, I think, yeah, um, if you have like a global sort of power cut or a global sort of, um, electronic failure of some description, you know, that's going to make a massive difference to modern society anyway. Um, but could you, is it more likely that 
is it more likely that you could get extended power outages in uh, certain regions? I think yes. And um, now I didn't follow the Texas thing uh, particularly closely, but I can imagine things like that happen would happen in the future. And I'd actually anticipate that more of them would happen given the absurd uh, use of um, unreliable energy sources such as wind and solar. Um, and I think that could become more um, prevalent. And so the value that uh, individuals would place on sort of uh, anti-fragility, as it were, to use a Taylorism, um, would be more highly valued. So I, I don't think you need to make the claim that the whole system will just not work, rather that when you need to engage in trades, in particular in an emergency situation, particularly to buy food and other sort of essential items, that you don't want the system to be completely gone. Now, that said, you could say, well, you could have like a an emergency currency. But that's kind of strange as an idea because an emergency... It would be odd that it would be uh, immediately accepted because the whole point of money is, well, it's just the thing that everybody uses and everyone accepts. And so for like an emergency currency to arise and that isn't normally traded would seem to be odd and would seem to take time to arise, which is something you wouldn't want to happen in a, an emergency situation for obvious reasons. Um, whether crypto can take on the dollar, um, possibly i think unlikely i think the only situation in which it does is if the dollar uh the dollar value goes so low that people just start switching away from it and using something else but as of yet the dollar is holding its value remarkably well all things considered and until you get to that point i don't think people will um also, we discussed on a previous episode with how to um, sort of return to like a sound banking system, monetary system. Um, the issue that the U.S. government demands its taxes in dollars means that the dollar demand is going to be vastly higher than it otherwise would be. And I think until the uh, the federal government decides that they'll accept payments in something other than fiat dollars, um, I think the dollar is here to stay for a a while yet that's that to me is an argument against the that to me is an argument against uh anarchism or against free markets uh i would i i just think i think you need to differentiate between the two um uh again it could be at the free market if people in general decide that it's, it's worth zero and it is worth zero but you do see you see things like Lonenberger baskets or baseball cards or random abstract art, which is valued at, you know, millions of dollars. Um, those things have value. Uh, are they are they money? You can redeem them for money. Um, you can redeem them for money. In that sense, money is a modern technology, this highly liquid thing that everyone accepts. I mean, funnily enough, when I was in Egypt, the only thing that many um, – hotels and cab drivers would take was U.S. dollars and euros. I made up a transaction to buy a, buy a cab from Aswan to Luxor in three different currencies, um, um, which was sort of, I thought it was sort of remarkable. But then on the other hand, I could just print, I could go full George Floyd and just print $20 bills off my, I wonder if they would have accepted them 
um, as currency. You know, would they have tipped them? So I, I you know, your your point about the U.S. dollar, to me that 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 re that resembles a criticism of like, you know, free markets in general. Yeah, the government could, and the government has gone after gold too. Um, this is where I think the crypto part of the cryptocurrency has advantage, at least for now. At least for now. Again, it could be that it could just come for it. Uh, it could just come for it. I mean, we see that people would put under FDR, people would store money under the mattress. There was all sorts of things because uh, there was a genuine threat of that and, and gold and stuff like that. And the cost of crypto is probably the cost of savings. You know, as Duncan pointed out, you dig up gold and put it in a vault has storage costs, but storing value is expensive. So, maybe, so, so that 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 also has problems. I I don't see a clear solution for capital S. I just think crypto in general is is part of a solution in in some version of the future, some non-total dystopian version of the future. So if anyone wants to comment, they can. Yes, I mean that that that's really my attitude towards it is that it's a it, it it's a wonderful invention. I think that it's um, uh, going back to what we were saying at the beginning, really that it's it's got a lot of people thinking about um, the money that they use and is there an alternative? Um, and maybe the technology will uh, maybe it is the basis of a technology which will provide something. Um, better to circumvent um state the state's predations in the future i don't know um i certainly think there's i think i certainly think we're better off that it exists than it does not exist um i, I think it is it's certainly been a positive invention um it is um going back to the thing about the the u.s dollar it is very difficult i think to get people to wean people off their existing currency and that's um and that's one reason why, as Swithin said, um, dollars might um, be around to stay for quite a while. And of course, you have to um, you have to compare, you know, compared to what? I mean, every other currency in the world at the moment is not really much better. And I think probably in the medium term, if um, it's likely that other fiat currencies will probably uh, deteriorate faster, and the dollar might appreciate in um, under that under that circumstance, because as people rush to to change all of their other failing currencies for dollars, and then later you might get a dollar collapse. So it's a very we have to take a very sort of long view as to as to how things could um, could turn out. No, I, that 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 was uh, primarily my point. I wasn't saying that. Um, uh, well, no, no currency could ever um, remove the dollar from its hegemonic position. It's just that it's going to take quite a lot to knock the dollar off. That's that's all my point is. Uh, I don't think that that's it's not decisive. Not that they're going to stay there forever. But as long as, I mean, as you point out, Duncan, you know, um, Zimbabwe, I think, still basically uses the US dollar as its currency, because despite all the US dollars, manifest failings it was better than the zimbabwean dollar um i'm pretty sure as well venezuela uses loads of us dollars as well uh, my brother was there a couple of years ago and um yeah they just did all the transactions in us dollars to a large extent um so yeah the, the dollar can go but it, it's it's going to take um a significant um 
amount of time. Oh, an interesting speculation on the side. Oh, no, that's not going to happen. I was going to say the extent to which uh, the Western governments try to wean everybody off um, oil could be a problem for the um, US dollar because the dollar demand would collapse because it would no, because the oil trading would no be nowhere near as valuable uh, as it was. Um, but the, the, the future of electrified world, especially for industrial production and um, construction, I think is still very far ahead of us. So that's another reason to expect dollar demand to stay um, relatively high. Just two more things I, I ne neglected to say with respect to uh, Bitcoin, which I think is uh, interesting uh, and relates to the security aspect of um, gold versus um, crypto is one thing with um, crypto is you can lose your if you lose your password, you lose your money. Uh, assuming Bitcoin can be money or your medium of exchange, you can lose them. Now, of course, you can say, well, you know, you're just learning the culture changes and you don't, that doesn't happen. That's fine. But I kind of think people can forget stuff or you might have a house fire or something and where you'd written your password burns up. And one thing as well, typically with these, you would have done an astonishingly complicated password to make sure no one can get it uh, to get in. Or your password might be the wrong word, but th th that's a chance. So I think that's one thing. And at least at present, which I think is particularly interesting. There was a debate between Michael Saylor and Frank Joostra on gold versus uh, crypto. And the most interesting thing that uh, Frank Joostra said was that if you look at Bitcoin's performance, it's actually positively correlated with the stock market performance. Uh, whereas gold tends to increase in value, at least it has since probably the post Second World War period, does well and the stock market goes down. Uh, which would potentially indicate that gold is considered the safe haven uh, asset today. Now, that's an asset and it's not really used as money, but it would be interesting to see how that operates maybe next financial crisis time and uh, see if it's the same thing. Obviously, Bit uh, crypto is new, so it might not have had, it might not have uh, developed those sort of um, features that gold hasn't been sort of, uh, negatively correlated with stocks and and things. Uh, but I did think that that's worth noting, especially in the context of um, uh, store of value and sort of security uh, when it comes to gold vis-a-vis uh, -vis, um, crypto. It's worth pointing out that on the, the learning of the, uh, the fact that the Republicans would lose control of the Senate, um, the stock market went down from my understanding and Bitcoin at all went through the roof. Um, um, so, so, so again, it, it's, it's Bitcoin's life cycle and the all the other competitors, Ethereum, Stellar Lumens, Litecoin, Dogecoin, whatever you want. There's lots of them. Um, maybe they haven't. They should be given a chance to at least get off the ground. Uh, get off the ground. I mean, this this to me is a diagonal innovation, not a direct innovation it's not it's not the horse the car didn't exactly replace the horse nor did the bicycle but they both replaced them in diagonal ways um um so and maybe they maybe maybe we'll go back to horses so i i do i do think there's a certain primitivist scenario which all modern finance just falls apart um you know i mean including including earning interest outside of like straight up you know outside outside some kind of serfdom or <laughs> um so so uh, in that regard, I think modern finance in general 
would, to some extent would go away. Um, um, so, so a lot of the sort of like, you know, the Peter Schiff, Ron Paul impending collapse, you know, that could happen. Um, but then I think we're all, no, no, I, I, I still think you're, when you say value, and this is, this is, I've thought about this, you know, where does value come from? You know, one, one Bitcoiner said that Bitcoin wins if people start denoting the U.S. dollar. How much, how many dollars can you buy with a Bitcoin instead of the other way around? Now it's, an, it's, in the, it's an equalitative equation, um, but, but the point is not, the point is not, um, you know, you know, how many, how many Big Macs can you buy with a Bitcoin? It's, uh, from that standard, Bitcoin has done quite, you know, it's, you, you know, you, a very small amount. You took, I think the first pizza took like a, over a million Bitcoins. Um, now you could do it for like 0. 0.0001. Um, um, so, so it, it has gotten there. It has gotten off the ground. Um, so, so the dollar might just be around, but then to me, that's just an argument against, you know, free markets in general, not an argument against, um, 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 crypto, which I would say is is a modern version of free market money. That's my relatively mild case that I'm making. So I, I, I'm probably finished here. What I'm saying, if if you guys have any final comments, you can add them. Thanks. Thanks for being on, Duncan. A great article, by the way. I do I do think it's interesting talking about it. Um, and actually, the more interestingly enough, if the subjective theory of value is true, the more people talk about crypto, it could be the more it has it has it has value. So, so thanks again for the great article. Thank you very much. Um, I'm, I'm glad you liked it. And yes, I think um, it, it is important. I think just in general, um, just going just to emphasise what I what I said earlier is that people start talking more about money and where does money come from and um, uh, who, where does its value come from and and why have we always been using these you know, little pieces of paper with picture of well in our case the the queen on um and um no sorry i forgot what i was going to say <laughs> no that's fine the, the, your point about the strangeness of using pieces of paper um the fiat you know for all the criticisms made of the the bitcoin the fiat system in a way unless you unless you totally buy into the power of the state which in that regard is fairly rational then the mnts are entirely correct and the Keynesians entire effect, and the state should actually inflate its money. It's use if, if people if people are just going to accept, even even if prices go up and purchasing power goes, uh, you have to use more of them. The first round, the state always wins this game. Um, so so in that regard, Bitcoin is a rebellion. It is kind of people taking sovereignty, freedom of money. Um um, um it is a kind of uh, uh so 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 yeah the fiat system. It's kind of strange, um, you know. Maybe no one would accept a long, complicated code. Although you can forget your bank, you can forget, you can forget your bank account code. Uh, uh, and in theory, if you, I'm not exactly sure, I haven't read up on the history of this. Um, but that that would be that would just be an argument against the inhumanity of of air quote man, which or capitalism. Again, I'm a capitalist, but I don't particularly think that it's humane or inhumane. I just think it's a sort of the rational system or well default system um so so as far as forgetting your codes yeah that could happen i mean you could also you could also run a riot of the state i mean i think alex jones and various other people aren't allowed to use swift 
payments or something like that. Um, um, so, so now again, this could happen to Bitcoin too. So, so yes, sovereignty of money. That that's that's a key point. I, I totally agree with. So, Ethan, do you have any comments? I think we should probably finish this up. Um, oh, just to to emphasize, yeah, the the, the point about um, money, where money comes from, what the what's the point of it, um, and um, you know, asking a, a few more questions as to how uh the state finances its astonishing deficits um with pure paper and um and bringing home to people that you know despite money in a sense growing on trees in the current um monetary system that printing more money doesn't create more wealth and um Crypto can be very helpful in um, demonstrating this to uh, demonstrating this to the masses. I'd just like to thank Duncan for uh, joining us again, and I'd recommend uh, checking out his essay, Crypto Skepticism, on uh, MisesUK.org. Uh, and just now, I'd like to thank everyone for listening. If you've enjoyed this, please uh, share it with your friends and family. And please subscribe to us on uh, Podbean and on YouTube. The more um, subscribers we get, the higher we get in the ratings, the more people can hear the show. And if you'd like to contact the show for any reason, please contact us at mindcrimelibertyshow at gmail.com. That's mindcrimelibertyshow at gmail.com.